0: Thank you, Lord. Now you're going to understand why I told Miss Laurie, Pastor Laurie, why I didn't like that that one portion of Scripture. It's not that I didn't like it. I didn't like that part that said, lavished upon us. Lavished upon us. Because when you understand the gospel, you realize that it doesn't come from there it's given and comes from in here it's amazing and now we're gonna look at uh, some scriptures and we're gonna look at scriptures in in the Gospel of John first and we're gonna look at verses 37 through 39 very popular portion of Scripture starting with verse 37 it says in the last day that great day of the feast I mean, this was a time of celebration and uh, of um, of singing and dancing and jubil- jub- jubilation. Jesus stood and cried out while they were all there, celebrating. If any man thirst, let him come to me and drink. Verse 38, he that believeth on me, this is it right here, what needs to be done? He who believeth on me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. Oh, wow. Amen. So, where does it flow once you believe? From your belly. That's where it flows. So now, but this spake he of the Spirit, which they that believe on him should receive, for the Holy Spirit was not yet given, because that Jesus was not yet glorified. That portion of Scripture is beautiful. We hear, you know, if you're lonely, if you're needy, if you're in want, no no matter what, if you're looking for healing, if you're looking for fulfillment, if you're looking for comfort, whatever, come to me, come to me, drink from me, and what's going to happen, you're going to be filled, and once you're filled, you're going to overflow, that's why I like that song, living in the overflow, we are to be living in the overflow, we're going to talk about what causes the flow to over, (laughs) over to flow, all right? But it was the feast. What feast were they were they celebrating? It was the last feast in the in the Jewish calendar yearly yearly calendar, and it was it was also known as the Feast of Booths, the feast the Feast of Booths, and it was to celebrate, you know, their Exodus, their Exodus from Egypt, where they were in the wilderness, and you know. We always think about well, what did God do for them in the wilderness, right? We know he, he provided them water in the rock, from the rock. We know that he provided them manna. Man, I would love to have manna. Imagine having manna. How tasty it would be. How fulfilling it would be. You know? <coughs> like <coughs> coriander and honey, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and, and to, eat is, to eat as much as you want. As much as you want and stay fit and trim, <laughs> and stay energized, yeah. and stay energized, you know? And, and then also, you know, they still complained, they, they still, and, and quail, okay? But I, I, we often don't talk about the fact that it says, to remember the fact that God provided you shelters, he, he, he provided them places to live while they were in, in that desert after they left Egypt. So in other words, when they left Egypt, they left with money, they left they left with silver, they left with gold, they left healed and whole, right they they left um, um, they left fully satisfied as far as it, 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 food and, and drink it was concerned, and place to live, place to live. Think about what Jesus said, you know what? kingdom of God, his righteousness that means. Someone else's righteousness not your own. And when that takes place, all these things are added unto us. So, you, you know, you can see the preaching of the gospel there. So that's what the Feast of Booths was, was all about. Now I'm going to read it from uh, another portion of Scripture, uh, the same portion of Scripture from another translation. That was from the, uh, I believe it was from the uh, um, King James Version. This one is from the Mirror Study Bible. It says, on that final day, the crescendo of the eight-day feast of tabernacles, Jesus, knowing that he is the completeness of every prophetic picture and promise, cried out with a loud voice. See what Jesus, and it makes perfect sense. When you look at Hebrews chapter 1, where it says, you know, in times past, God spoke to us in many ways, different ways through the prophets, through the scriptures, but now he's spoken to us through his son. So they're celebrating their deliverance from Egypt and their protection in the wilderness, whatever. And Jesus is saying, listen, I'm the fulfillment of that. I am the fulfillment of that. That was just a picture of me, your provision, your protection, your redemption, your deliverance, your healing, your wholeness. And I'm the picture of, I'm the picture of that. It's me. This is what he's saying where he says, where Jesus makes that, that, that announcement, knowing that he is the completeness of every prophetic picture and promise. He cries out with a loud voice. Now, if any of you thirst, if any of you have a need of any type, if any of you lack, if any of you have want, come to me. Come to me. And the language that's there, Francis Dutois points out, indicates And not only come to me, but stand face to face with me. Stand face to face with me. You know? Just like what Paul says behold in a mirror, face to face with Jesus. Okay? Mm -hmm. Jesus is introducing us to the true gospel. He's saying, You come into me, we're gonna be one. We're gonna be one. All you think about me, I want you to start thinking that about you. This is amazing. Stand face to face with me and drink. 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 Verse 38. And you're realizing that I am what the scriptures are all about. Then you will discover what you are all about. Face to face with me that I am what you are all about. And rivers of living water Will gush out of your innermost being. Now, to make you know, uh, condense things a little bit, uh, without reading everything here. Uh, at this point of time, there was the pool of Salome that was there that they would gather around where Jesus made his announcement. And and this this um this pool was constantly filled. Filled to overflowing with water from the uh, the Gihah River from Gihon, and that word Gia means gushing forth like an eruption. So Jesus is standing in front of this pool on the final day of the feast, where everybody is gathered, and you can see the water coming from from Gihah, gushing right, gushing. You know, like water would be falling over. Niagara Falls, you know, gushing, or like uh, Old Faithful, right? It would be the geyser. It would just be. Shoo. The only thing about about the difference is Old Faithful shuts off. This never, well, yeah, it can shut off, but it's not supposed to shut off. But this is what it's talking about: a gushing, a forceful gushing. And so this pool of Siloam, the waters would constantly, constantly fill it and overflow it and fill it and overflow it. And people would drink. So that's the the backdrop behind where where Jesus is saying, if you're really thirsty, if you're really thirsty, you come to me. And I will give you rivers of living water, gushing from within. Verse 39, it says, Jesus spoke about the spirit. The Spirit, whom those who would believe that he is the conclusion of Scripture were about to grasp, since who Jesus was in all of his majestic splendor was not yet fully acknowledged, and thus the Spirit was not yet evident. The Holy Spirit had not yet come. He was not yet released. But it's important to say here from this Scripture that the Holy Spirit is not an inpouring. The Holy Spirit is supposed to be an outpouring. The Holy Spirit is supposed to be an outpouring. It's supposed to be gushing from within. And you know, in John chapter 1, verse 12, it says, But to as many as did receive and welcome him, okay, here we go. For as many as received him, God gave the right, the privilege, the authority and the power to be his children Amen. those who believed on his name those not born of bloods or of the will of the flesh but who were born of God instantly you see instantly when you make confession you are instantly given the gift of the holy spirit instantly And I want to let you know something. This is one thing I don't like about man's teachings about the baptism and the Holy Spirit. I'm going to take a little rabbit trail here. God doesn't decide to give you a piece of the Holy Spirit. Or a part of the Holy Spirit. Or a part of salvation. Or a piece of salvation. Or a little bit of the power. Or a piece of the power or the part of the power. You understand what I'm saying? He gives you the fullness. Amen. You believe? Amen. Boom. He's given you the right, the ability, the authority, the power in all his fullness. You're now his child. It's there. Boom. It's the positive within you. Amen. No more. <clears throat> no more in pouring. And we know in, in Acts chapter 1, verse 8, it says, but you shall receive power. Power. And there's that word power. It means the same thing. Ability, efficiency, might, authority. You shall receive when the Holy Spirit has come to you. And you shall be my witnesses, in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Acts chapter 1, verse 8. Now I want you to know something. That has dual meaning. We're supposed to be witnesses, period. But beyond that, we're supposed to be witnesses in that we should be living billboards. We should be a living billboard. In other words, I'm looking at this man right here and I'm like, oh my goodness, I see prosperity. Oh my goodness, look at him. He looks like the, he, he, he is fit. He is as fit as an Olympic athlete, you know. He is healthy. He's, you know what I'm saying? In other words, I can see everything. Just it's you're a billboard. You're totally healthy, to, totally well. You know, you're like the you know, Olympic wrestlers, okay? I, I see that. Because they're really big. All right. Thank you. But you're a living billboard. Beautiful home. Beautiful pool. Blessed. Right? You know? Living billboard. Why? That's why. That's why. We're supposed to be billboards. People ask us how we're doing. We're not supposed to, like, well, I'm just getting by. I'm, I'm living, you know, day by day. I'm just, I'm hanging in there. I'm hanging on there. I'm holding on until Jesus comes back. You, no. No. How you doing? You really want me to tell you? You really, You know what's amazing about this gushing forth? I am fully confident Fully confident, no worries, no cares at all. Tuesday, Tuesday morning at eight o'clock, I go underneath. You know, I get my injections, my radiation injection. I go underneath the, the scanner, and I have my two-year PET scan. I have no, I I have no doubt, no worry at at all, no fear, no anxiety. No, I know that now when I go up at ten o'clock to the doctor to get the report, he's going to say. Cancer-free, still cancer-free. It's gone. I have no concerns about that. But you know what? I started thinking about this portion of Scripture. And I started thinking about my journey through the the, the chemo and, and the radiation. During the week, you know, I would just, Lori, i just collapse in bed. I just would sleep. You know, I wasn't eating. I was, you know, just, that's it. To the point where Lori would get ready to call, you know, Rick at the time. Um, um, at school, she was ready to call, you know, one of the alumni helper, and, and let them know he's she's not going to make it. He's not going to make it. He's not going to be in today. But then all of a sudden, I mean, you guys never knew, never knew when I came to church. You never knew anything. And you know, when I went to school, they were like. Pastor, I've never seen you more anointed. I know what it is now. It was the outpouring. Amen. I let it out. It was always there. But I wasn't letting it out. Now I come. And and I'm mindful of, I'm mindful, you know, of the Word. I'm praising, I'm worshiping, right, right? The believing, boom! I was letting it out. The rivers of life were gushing out. I understood it. Now, old faithful, stop it up. We can do that. We can do that. But if we learn under the direction and the guidance of the Holy Spirit that we have already been given, we already have been supplied, we already have, and we just got to let it pour out. Amen. Pour out. And so it says, And when the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all assembled together in one accord. Suddenly there came a sound from heaven, like a rushing and violent tempest blast, wind, and it filled the whole house in which they were sitting. And there appeared to them tongues resembling fire, which were separated and distributed upon each of them, settled on each of them. And they were all filled with the, with the Holy Spirit and, be, and began to speak with other tongues. They all received. This is when they became born again. See, they weren't born again and then introduced to the Holy Spirit. This is when born again took place. This wasn't a reintroduction to the Holy Spirit. This was the one and only introduction to the Holy Spirit. They weren't introduced to the Holy Spirit once at one day at a one time, and then this was another occurrence. There was only one. This was it. This was when they were born again. This is when they received that authority, that power, that ability, that overflow. And let me, let me tell you another thing. I was telling this to Nina before. I never understood how could Peter walk down the road and have his shadow heal people. It was the overflow. It was the overflow. Living in the overflow. How do you you let the overflow grow? Love. You know, not a command to love. Just let it be. Love. You have the same character you have the same nature you have the same ability you have the love of christ in you love you love the overflow of love grows people feel that overflow people sense that overflow people become attracted to you people become pulled to you like like a magnet right Now you understand why they wanted to be with Jesus. He always was living in the overflow. Overflow, grace and mercy flowing from his life. He's living in the overflow, and it's attractive. He's living in the overflow, the power of the Holy Spirit. Not only is he walking in wellness, but now because of the overflow, he's able to heal people. He's walking in the overflow. He needs to have a treasurer. They had, no, they had no difficulties paying their bills, paying their taxes. Because he was living in the overflow. How do you live in the overflow? You, you, you have the Spirit in you, you give. As you give, as you give, as you give, you're, you're creating, you're living in the overflow. You love, you're in, You're increasing, you're living in the overflow. As you, as you live in the overflow, the overflow, the Holy Spirit... If the same power, since the same power that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you, that same power will revitalize uh, revitalize and renew and restore our mortal bodies. When you're living in the overflow, the overflow is going to overflow through your whole body. This is what Jesus is saying here. And one of the things I don't like about our, you know, baptism in the Holy Spirit, is we want to make it like separate. Right? We make it separate. Oh, you get saved. Oh, you have the Holy Spirit. Now it's something separate. Now it's, No. And, and you don't know that you're baptized in the Holy Spirit until what? You speak, with, you speak in tongues. Now, let me tell you something. That's a great gift. It's a, it's a, it's a heavenly language we all, should, you know, we all should use. It's all part, a part of this spiritual being that's within us. But just think about it. If you are not baptized in the Holy Spirit until you speak in tongues, right? And, 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 and we know you're not baptized in the Holy Spirit because we haven't heard you speak in tongues. Isn't that called living by sight? and not by faith we're supposed to live by faith and not by sight we're supposed to walk by faith and not by sight we're teaching and training people to walk by sight and walk by sound and walk by what they hear and not by faith the bible says when you believe instantly you are given the fullness the greatness the authority the ability the power right then and there now it's up to us To believe that we've received. Believe that we've received. And believe that we have. And live in the overflow. Baptism, speaking with the other language, that's part of the overflow. That's all. It's part of the overflow. But to think that you're not until that? No. You are from day one. Given the fullness of the power of the Holy Spirit. And this is why Paul never talks about Partial this or partial that. He says that you would know, that you would just come to know the exceeding greatness of his power towards you by believing. Oh. That you would know God is able to do exciting, exciting, exceedingly and abundantly, far beyond what you could ask for or think, according to the power that's within you. Like Paul is saying, you got it. You have it in all its fullness. You already have it now that you would come to know it. Yeah. That's what it's about, come to know it, and living in the overflow. Living in the overflow. And so what's the, 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 the thing about this message is to know. So many people are getting excited about going there. They want to go there, you know, whether it's Fort Worth, Dallas, Texas, you know, whether it's Indianapolis to go to power and, and love, you know, uh, location, or whether it's to go to Colorado, for healing is here. Everybody wants to go there. They want to go to Kentucky because that's where the revival is. Thinking that the revival came down from... All right? Everybody wants to go there. But Jesus is telling us today, like he told us then, you're there, you're there, you're there. You're there is right here. Amen. You want revival to come down and ain't gonna come down. It's gonna come from here. Are there? You're there is right here. Period. You like that? Yes. That's what he said. Come to me. Come to me. All that believe in me, the Father gives the right, the authority, the ability, the power, the efficiency, the enablement to be His child. Everything. So, are there is right here. Always remember that. Thank you, Father, for Your Word. Thank you, Jesus that are there is right here. You have deposited within us at born again and born anew every single thing that we would ever need. And you know, Lord, we're, we're not all walking in the fullness of that revelation. And, and we know we're growing in it and we're going to continue to grow in it. And we thank you for Holy Spirit who's bringing about the transformation. As we renew our minds to the truth of your word, the Holy Spirit is bringing about the transformation where we can live more and more and more each and every day in the overflow, in the overflow of love, in the overflow of prosperity, in the overflow of healing, because that's the life you have given us. We give you praise, honor, and glory. In Jesus' name, amen. amen.